This is your host, T. This is your host, Tia. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Top 10. Why? Geek Vibes Nation. Geek Vibes Nation. 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 The Top 10. The Top 10. All right. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Top 10 by Geek Vibes Nation. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Tia, and we took a week off last... Well, we yeah, we took last week off because someone had to go on a cruise, but she's back. Everyone, give a round of applause for Brittany being back <laughs> on the Top 10. <laughs> I, I I feel like I feel like the cats were the same way, except they were almost like, uh, and I expected it because like when we pipelined for so long, the the cats would look at us like, "Who the fuck are you?" And <laughs> the, the cats warmed up pretty quickly before there, but they almost gave this look like, "Never leave us again." I can't believe you. Which we, of course you know we had Dillard watching the cats, but he was like, "They ignored me." He's like, they didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> they were like, Brittany's not here. I don't know who you is. So, oh my I God. know. <laughs> you ain't mom. Yeah, that's too funny. But I am super happy to have you back. I'm super happy to be doing the top 10 again. We are doing something fun, right? Uh, I figure let's do something fine and easy for your first week back because uh, I'm sure that you're still in vacation mode and all that. Although you did stream yesterday, so, you know, you dipped your toes I, back I in the water. I did stream. I know. I, I was a little nervous getting back to because it it's kind of different when you're like, man, I was like, it's like riding a bicycle. But, you know, it's also like a little scary sometimes. <laughs> um yeah when you said that you were nervous i was like Brittany, why are you nervous you got this you do this all the time <laughs> i know i know i know but i'm glad to be back and i'm glad to be here with you yes 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 and so our fun uh new topic that we're doing today is the top 10 cats and dogs in movies and tv shows um Brittany and i were talking before the show and like yeah cats and i'm sure it'll be like primarily cats and dogs but you know a few other lovable animals in the tv and movie realm along the lines Did, did i get that correct there yeah 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 you're good you're good Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Like, listen, Brittany and I are both like animal lovers. We both have pets and everything. And it's like, there are some super memorable cats and dogs that have been in movies and TV shows throughout the years. And we decided that we're going to talk about them today. But yeah, I live, I got to give everyone an update and everything, by the way, before we keep going on. I recently within the past month or so got into roller skating um, <laughs> I, I, I swear I'm not laughing at that. It was that I knew where the story was going and it made me start laughing. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get an update really quick because it's like, so we're recording this on a Monday. So this was Thursday and I busted my ass so badly, like literally landed on my ass. Like I'm in so much pain right now recording this. I'm like hunched I- over on my like chair, just like recording this episode and everything but and you know my mom was like well what are you doing what do you think you're going to be like the next tony hawk and can i tell you it's like (laughs) there was this little girl 
at the skate park that came the day before and i swear this girl is gonna like i don't know her name or anything but she's definitely gonna be like the upcoming like x games like superstar because you know she we had been going to the skate park for a few days and within a few days she had been on roller skates a bike uh a skateboard holy shit you know and she was like going in the bowl. She was going down the ramp. She was going like as if it was nothing. And so I was like, this little girl has all this courage and everything. I'm a 30 year one, 31 year old woman. I need to have courage too. Bad fucking decision because I completely wiped out on one of the ramps. I went down too fast, completely like flew back and like 100% land on my tailbone. Girl, I think you broke it because I've met people that broke it and they say like it's excruciating and you know what? You can't do anything about it. You can't wear anything. You can't go to the doctor for it. You just let you just it have to ride it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, oh my God. But yeah, so I just wanted to say if I sound a little weird at any point in this podcast, that is why. But anyway uh let's get into the list of course before we do we have several shout outs right now we have to get a huge shout out to our friends over at stranger jamies we talk about them all the time and they deserve it because they are so awesome they are a DD podcast and DD, i feel like i mean D has been uh big what since like the 70s but ever since like stranger things came out it suddenly got this like resurgence of popularity and they're amazing dan mark and anthony are so freaking cool uh we love them they're going to comic-con with us we're super excited about that i know (laughs) i know i was talking to dan i was like i can't be an update because you know i asked him i said you know did you because i had asked him before about the press badges if he had heard anything back about it but he said he didn't think their application actually ever got put in and so i was like crossing my fingers because he's like oh we're gonna try to we're going to try to get the badges. We're going to try to get them, Leo. You know, and uh, they ended up getting them. And I was so excited. I was like, thank God. Because I wanted them to go so bad. Because we were talking about doing meetups, doing all these fun things. And I was like, and I, I thought it was funny. I was like, I forgot to tell Tia any of that. It's probably good that she's included on those talks. And not just like, <laughs> oh, by the way, we're doing this. No, it's perfectly fine. I'm super excited. So everyone, please make sure that you follow uh, Stranger Damies at Stranger Damies on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, Also, really quick, we at Geek Fives Nation have a new sponsor, uh, Raise Energy Drinks, uh, which, you know, honestly is kind of ironic. I could have probably used some energy when I was skating. So maybe I was a little bit more focused and didn't bust my ass. Um, They're a new sponsor of ours. So we don't have any of their products just yet, but we will put an affiliate link down below in the description of this video where you can get a discount of 15% with our code GVN21. Uh, So please make sure that you are going and getting some of that stuff. They got energy drinks, diet supplements, and, you know, snacks. I saw they have like popcorn on their freaking website. So there you go. Make sure you check that out. But Brittany, let's start this list. We had a late start today, so let's just get to it. What is your number 10 on our list of top 10 cats and dogs in movies and TV shows? Okay, you're going to laugh. Um, do you? So I know that some of these are going to be animated, and I was already here for it. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the Aristocats. 
But I'm gonna go with Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley cat. I was obsessed with him as a kid. Like nobody's business. I thought he was so cool. He had the he had the jazz going on, and it was like you know, oftentimes. Especially, like, in a lot of movies, there's, like, oh, yeah, there's mom and dad. But no, normally do you have, like, oh, the father figure that's going to come up and suddenly, like, oh, no, be the father of your kids for you. I just thought he was so cool because he was just so in love with – what was what's her name? Princess? I'm trying to remember the mom's name. I mean, I would say think. it's been a really, really, really Oh, Duchess. Long I think Duchess. it was Duchess. It's been a long but, uh, time since I've seen the movie, so I can't remember, like, a whole lot of details. I just remember that – I really love the Aristocats, and I feel like no one talked about the Aristocats, which was really weird. I know. I was going to say, because, you know, it came out in the 70s, and I'm kind of don't remember as much as I would like to. I just always remember that O'Malley stuck out, because the the song he would sing, how did it go? It's like, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the song. It's the big song that he has, like, when he's, like... uh, like when he's singing to like the kittens but i remember there's some point he's like so in awe of duchess like oh so in love but then he sees the kids and he's like oh you have kids that's fine you know great but you have kids you know like almost like that pause for a second that did make me laugh but i just thought the jazz was so freaking cool like how like he just his attitude the way he held himself, but I, I actually love all the cats in there. I love Duchess, which I, I gotta make sure I'm saying that actually is her name, or else I'm gonna sound real fucking dumb in a second. <laughs> yeah, it was Duchess. Because there was Marie, and Toulouse, and uh, Belouse? Belouse? I don't know. But either way, I did really, I liked all the cats in it, and because I was such a big cat person, especially as a kid, you know, you did have like 101 Dalmatians growing up and watching, obviously I was not born in the 70s, but when you were like, oh, I got the big giant cat version, I'm perfectly fine with both of these, perfectly, oh no. Oh Oh, no, no. did you just make a cat pun? No, no, no Brittany. But <laughs> I know. But do you remember the Aristocats? Of course, I remember the Aristocats. I don't remember much of the Aristocats because, like, the last time I probably watched it was when I was a kid. But I had the freaking VHS tape, so you bet that I watched that a ton of times, and I really enjoyed it. Again, it was like I just love the whole aristocrats but they're cats so aristocats it's like i see you i see what you're doing there <laughs> oh yeah remember, remember the dude that's trying uh edgar edgar tries to fucking like drown them in a bag which is really dark for a kid's movie but he's like he drugs them like puts them asleep and then throws them in a bag like th- like throw in the water i'm like oh that's pretty fucked up that's uh <laughs> that's pretty fucked up it was pretty messed up, right? Like, when you sit back and think about it, you're like, damn, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? No. But, I... yeah, um, also, like, Dal O'Malley, because he also voiced uh, Baloo. From Blue's Clues? In, uh, no, in Jungle Book. Oh. Blue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my, like, brain immediately went to Blue's Clues. I was like, Blue's Clues? <laughs> we have one week off, Tia. We have one week off, and this is what happens. 
I know. I'm sorry. You know how it is? No, like, shit's just going on. Right, right, right. Can I tell you, by the way, my parents are watching Black Widow and my mom is, like, texting me questions. Like, just watch it. Just yeah, watch just it. Watch like, it. <laughs> like, just watch Girl, it, lady. I still need to watch it. I've been wanting to so bad. I just haven't had the time yet with, you know, the whole 10-hour drive back home sort of thing. Yeah, I know. I'm like, get on that shit, girl. I get know. On I it. wanted it. <laughs> you, you know, I waited months, and now it's here. I'm like, eh, I don't even want it. <laughs> okay, I Stop. want it. <laughs> but anyway. No, I know. Um, yes, uh, Thomas O'Malley from the Aristocats, not Aristocrats. Aristocats. Aristocats. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but I did not have this on my list originally, but it's going on the list. And this is a little bit of a cheat because it's not a cat or a dog, right? You fucker. <laughs> if you're about to say it, I swear to goodness. Oh, uh, I no, it shouldn't be the same one. It's so out of left field. I just like, I was okay. looking. Okay. Do it. Get it. It's, um, oh, God, what was his name now? And now I have to, like, look it up and everything because I just saw a picture. Um, it's the Emperor from Emperor's New Groove, first of all. Let me just say oh, my it. God. I didn't think of that one. <laughs> I didn't think of that one. Cusco, yeah, Cusco. Okay, there you go. You'll know why I was giving you, that, giving you that look. No, I love that. That is out of left field. That's a good pick, though. But he was a llama for, like, most of the movie, you know? So, like, it counts. It definitely counts. <laughs> you know, whenever people are like, oh, Disney princesses, I count. I, 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 I count Cusco. <laughs> First of all, okay. So, I mean... I feel like Emperor's New Groove is a Disney movie that no one talks about. Like, I, I people do talk about it now because I feel like as if the gif of, you know, wrong lever has come back. Wrong lever, <laughs> But it's like growing up, I feel like no one talked about it. I'm like, this is so hilarious. So it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, you got the Emperor Kuzco who starts the movie as a human being and he is an awful human being. He's an emperor and he's shallow and he's materialistic and superficial and really demeaning towards the people who work under him. And, you know, anything else that you can really think of just of like a spoiled pompous ass. Right. Um, And then he gets turned into a llama and essentially learns what he learns humility honestly throughout the course of the movie and like it's just he's so hilarious and it's just so ridiculous and again he's a llama for most of the movie and i know that like in your like if you never heard of this movie or you never watched it you probably think it's like super silly like an emperor gets turned into a llama and that's him the entire movie but i'm telling you it's so fucking funny and david spade voices him and it's honestly like the perfect voice ever for this character i don't know it's just hilarious it's out of left field it wasn't originally on my list but i was looking up like stuff on google and it popped up and i said to myself you know what if Brittany told me that she has a few on her list that aren't cats and dogs i'm like you know what i'm gonna throw this out too 
No, I I I was obsessed with that movie when it first came out, which is funny. It's another one of those movies. I do you ever feel like you didn't see a lot of Disney movies in the actual theater? You remember like, oh yeah, mom and dad brought home a VC VHS tape. What is this? You know what I mean? But um, I, it's such a good movie. And I think my big thing was Cusco is that I like his change. Of how he slowly becomes a better person. Because he fucking sucked at first. I remember going, God. Because you ever, like, you know, as a kid, the main characters, they're always, like, these good, kind-hearted people. And, yeah, they've made mistakes. They've made bad deals. But, you know, they're good people. No, Cusco sucked. Cusco super sucked. <laughs> he super sucked. He super sucked. Yeah, no, I love but, him. Um, I think that ever. You know, it's so funny. You just mentioned before about not seeing a lot of the movies in theaters like yeah i can't remember ever seeing lion king in theater or anything else but i feel as if it was probably one of those things like yeah of course they went to theaters but you know when you're a kid your parent probably doesn't want to like sit through a freaking disney cartoon movie and you're a kid so you're probably not going to sit still for two hours anyway so they're not going to waste the money so they just bought it on vhs tape when it came out and was like here kid watch this Yeah, your parents be like, why did you never take us to a movie? Be like, because you were a shithead and I couldn't <laughs> trust you, okay? That's why. That's fucking why. Oh, my God. I do, like, I remember going to the movies as a kid, but I, I swear to God, I can't remember, like, most of what I saw. <laughs> I know. And, you know, looking back for me, I always felt like, oh, man, you know, yeah, I was old enough when that movie came out. And I was like, oh, yeah, it came out a year before you were born. And I was like, oh. So you got it from my older brother, and I just reaped the benefit. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny. I can't remember most of the movies that I went to go see, but I remember the movie theater that I went to go see when I grew up because the movie theater was like kind of a weird structure. It was straight up, and m- like they had a couple of theaters on the bottom. But you had to walk up these stairs to go to the other movies, which, like, most of the movies were shown in. But it was, like, so scary to me because the stairs definitely weren't stable. And they were one of those stairs that had a lot of spaces in between, like, each step. And so I just remember, like, any time I went to the movies there... Like, purposely trying, and especially when I got older as a teenager and, like, you know, went to go see movies, you know, that you actually wanted to see. I remember, like, picking movies that specifically said that they were on, like, the ground level because I hated those <laughs> stairs so much because they were, like, they so weren't safe. And the movie theater's not open anymore. And I'm like, I understand why. <laughs> they, yeah, like, right? It was because the fucking, like, you felt like you were going to fall to your death. That's how I felt every single time. Like, okay, quickly get up the stairs. Like, I hated when I was walking and there's, like, someone in front of you that's walking so goddamn slow and you can't get, like, around them. And I just remember hating the staircase. It's such a random memory, but I, I remember it. Um, so, no, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, you, you just something? reminded me. I don't know why. Oh, I was saying you reminded me of, uh, of like, silly kid things, like, of the fears you have. Um, I remember one time riding back from my grandparents, and I was looking at the window and didn't realize I fell asleep, and it was nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. And I was looking up at the trees, and they're, like, the limbs turning into, like, big teeth, and I was like, 
it traumatized me forever. You never sit there and go, no, nah, I had a little nightmare and I imagined all of it and it never happened. But I'm telling you, even as an adult, I don't like driving down that way because <laughs> I think something's going to happen to me. I have like, all right, this is super random, but I have like past trauma of like branches from trees because oh no because um you know near me they used to do like uh what haunted forest walks or some shit like that you know and i was and i was like younger and i remember it was like me i think my mom you know my aunt uh, my cousins uh my aunt's husband at the time and like i don't know i forget like fully what happened but like long story short like whoever was in front of me uh like moved a branch out of the way so that like he could go through i think it was like my aunt's ex which you know he was well um, but anyway ended up like freaking smacking me it was like a thin branch but like ended up smacking me like right dead in the eyes and everything like that so like so like from that day i have like this thing about like branches Girl, you have, like, a myriad of, like, fucking, like, just random shit that happened to you that you're like, well, this scarred me and this also, too, scarred me. And Uh, you know what, that that one, I can believe it. I'll I'll tell you one last story before we move on in this list. Everyone listening is probably like, what are they doing? Um, I was in softball when I was younger. I was quite athletic when I was younger. Um, Not now, but back then. And my mom, like, dropped me off to softball practice. And she's leaving, right? Uh, You know, she wasn't staying. She was, like, leaving. And she's like, bye, honey. And I'm, like, in the freaking, like, second base or whatever. Whatever, you know, like, whatever. The outfield, right? And I, like, turn and I'm, like, waving to her. Not realizing that, like, whoever was up to bat, like, already hit. And it fucking, like went right into my goddamn nose and like i just started bleeding <laughs> everywhere ever like right as i turned back to the game it's just like making <laughs> me laugh so hard i'm so sorry it's the imagery oh, it's the you gotta imagery. you gotta ask my mom next time you see her and everything it's like why did you say goodbye to me in that moment it was such a bad timing <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking too. It's like you know, with with your mom, I was thinking you know when I was on the cruise and I was having eggs Benedict, and I was thinking, man, these are great. But they're not as good as Tia's mom's like eggs Benedict. And I now I so every time I think of uh, of your mom, I think of eggs Benedict. But now I'm gonna think about this fucking moment. I will say I love eggs Benedict. I don't know if I ever told you I judge diners on like how good their eggs Benedict are. Like if I get an eggs Benedict at a diner and it doesn't run the diners automatically trash in my eyes <laughs> oh shit <laughs> goes to gordon ramsay's restaurant doesn't get a runny egg fuck this place fuck this place but anyway we are getting so off track i'm so sorry let's get to number eight Brittany. what do you got for us i'm gonna cheat uh i'm gonna go with uh bagheera from uh from jungle book oh yes Yes, yes. The, the Black Panther. I mean, it's technically he's technically technically a cat. He's technically a cat. That's why I said it's a cheat, but it's not a cheat. I love Bagheera because I think for me, growing out in the Jungle Book, it's like you know everybody was always obsessed with Baloo. It's Baloo. It's Baloo. And I was like, 
this fucking panther just straight up was like, I gotta get Mowgli to, like, the humans, the man cub, you know, back to his, his, uh, what do they call them? His, uh, oh, they called it something, like the, the what they call the humans, oh, to the man, to the men, but, uh, you know, he was so protective, he was the, the reasoning. And I thought it was so cool because, you know, a lot of times when you do have the, um, you know, a panther or something that's more of a predatory type animal, you know, they're always the bad guys, you know. And that was kind of the thing with uh, Shere Khan, you know, being the tiger that's the bad guy. But it was nice to have, like, Bagheera, you know, really take Mowgli under his wing. And I remember I was obsessed with Bagheera as, like, like as I a child and then when the live action came out I was like I still love the gear as much as I did as a child like find you find you someone that treats you like the gear treats his man cub um I used to love jungle book as a kid like I love it because it felt so different from like other animated movies that I was watching um, like, I love the animation style. Obviously, you love the story and the songs and everything like that. And again, this comes from one of those things where it's been a really long time. So my memory is not very good with it. But I loved like how cool this cat was. Like, uh, that sounds really corny. A cool <laughs> cat, but I did. I did love this character. I loved all the characters in the Jungle Book. I never saw the like remakes because to me I'm a little bit of a purist when it comes to the cartoon movies where I'm like they can't although I will say that I didn't mind the remake of Lion King because it essentially was like a verbatim freaking remake just like it they it's as if they just took the animation style and just transferred it to being like quote-unquote live action like you know computer animated now at this point yeah but um I didn't watch them just because, uh, to me, I was like, the I actually cartoon- liked it. The, I, Did you? The live action of this one, the live action of this one was pretty good. Like, okay. like I think I saw it with Aaron, and even he was like a little bit like eh, at first because you know the movie's so near and dear. But even we were like, you know what, this is pretty good. Did you see they made like a like a darker version, just called like Mowgli or something like that? I wait. Let me let me look it up. Let me see. Just Mowgli. I I can see them doing that though. Yeah, like, I think Legend like Andy Circus has something to do with it. Oh, I think I saw that one too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andy Circus does I, really good work. So I mean, I heard good things about. It. I just never got to like. It looks watch scary it. as fuck. Though it's got <laughs> terrible reviews though. <laughs> I, 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 I like this little thing. I was like, oh, that looks good. And I was like, that kind of sounds familiar. I looked at it and I was like, you can't go by the reviews ever. What? Go ahead. I'm. No, my no. mom, every time we would grow out our toenails, like, because we're, you know, being a child, she's like, okay, let me come out here and clip your toenails. She'd be always called Mowgli because we, we had let our, like, toenails get too long. And all I, that's all I remember is being a child from that. Oh, my God. I, mean, I was just going to say, um, what you calls it? You can't go by reviews, right? There are so many things that I've enjoyed. And you go and see them, and they have, like, terrible, terrible reviews. And I'm like, all right, whatever. 
Yeah, I, all I'm thinking about is all the terrible movies that we thought were going to be terrible just because there was an actor in it that were like, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. He's going to carry his back is going to be so sore from carrying this entire movie and then ends up being good. And you're like, wait a second. You weren't supposed to be good. Oh, my God. What did it have? What was that recently that I felt that way? Oh, man. Try- Probably Argo is the best example I can, like, think of that, because for the longest time, I really wasn't, like, a Ben Affleck uh, fan, and so I saw that Scoot McNary was in Argo, and I'm like, fine, I'm just watching it for Argo, and then I was like, fuck, this is a good fucking movie. Oh, no, it's good. (laughs) It's so good. Um, But yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I I think about that sometimes, because how many, like, I would have never watched probably Taboo, like, just Mm. been like, oh, I'm going to watch it. And I was like, oh, well, Tom Hardy was in it. You know, maybe it's good. And you're like, oh, no, I'm in danger. (laughs) I'm in danger. But, yeah, I really, really enjoyed um, Jungle Book. I love the characters, love Bagheera. Uh, I mean, anytime you have, like, a panther in your movie, it's going to be cool because panthers are inherently cool (laughs) right have you ever watched um have you ever watched things on say big cats in the wild you know and you sit there and you're like man they look so cool but get away from me yeah but fuck that yeah yeah no thank you like you can go stay in your neck of the woods and i'll stay over here like, I watched something where they were talking about how these, like, two cheetahs are have, like, lived their entire lives, you know, in, like, not out in the wild and everything. They're, like, super playful and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. But still, no. 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 Yeah, right? <laughs> well, they're like, oh. You know what? It's like when people are like, oh, my dog won't bite. And you're like, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Oh, my I God. I believe that... you. I trust it. Oh, my God. That happened with Lady. That happened with Lady a few weeks ago. Freaking, she, like, nipped at this kid. You know, because, like, kids don't know how to act with, like, dogs and shit like that. But I'm like, Poppy, let me start smacking your freaking forehead and everything. Oh. And, like, the dog. So now whenever people are like, can my kid say hi to your dog? I'm like, no, because I don't know if she's going to bite your kid. <laughs> I know where you're, like, not child friendly. I, I feel like I get on that side of TikTok where the person's like, my dog isn't friendly. My dog isn't friendly. That's why they're on the leash. They're not friendly. And the person still comes up like, oh no it's fine the dog tries to bite him and then they're like oh my god i can't believe your dog tried to bite well, and that's me. The thing. it's like i don't think of my dog as violent like i don't have to sit there with a like muzzle on my freaking dog but it's like she's sensitive you know you gotta like go to her gently you can't just be like let me start petting you you know and it's, it's just not a good time oh it's, no the last time i was there she was a vicious monster oh my sugar. god stop it my dog is literally seven or eight pounds all right she doesn't do anything she like whines mostly and then like nips <laughs> at you whine. she just whines oh. that's what she was doing she hates me now at this point because i only say it because so the skate park that I like completely demolished my tailbone at um, has like grass area and everything. Right. And when she came out, like she, we took her, right. She was rolling around and there were ticks on her. Like there were two ticks oh, on her freaking face. 
So Dicks don't exist in New York. <laughs> yes, they do. And so when we brought her home, we were looking and we found like three other ticks in her like neck area, right? So like Ooh. now she gets like she's like every time I pet her, she's like looking at me like you're not picking at me, are you? And it's like no, <laughs> I'm just trying to pet you now. She's sensitive, Tia. She's sensitive. I might as well call her Brittany at this point. <laughs> listen here, bitch. Well, listen here. I mean, but, thing where it's like if you're gonna call me a bitch, you better put sensitive ass in front of it. <laughs> That's oh me. my god! Uh, anyway, let's move on. I am. Oh wow, we're just like on the like animated train right now. Now I don't have a whole lot to say about this dog, but I feel like I want to put this dog on the list as a number seven because it is the sad. It is the saddest episode, really, of any animated no! cartoon. <laughs> Do you know where no! I'm going with I- this? No, I don't want it. You know what? Podcast over. <laughs> it's the like saddest episode of any animated show ever, and I actually can't watch the episode. I watched it once, oh, and that's it. Oh my god! And it's the episode of Futurama, which, if no. you're familiar with Futurama, you're like that show's funny and weird and sarcastic. It can't be sad. Well, well, well. There's an episode in it that. Um, because I'll, I'll get for maybe we're now a little older and maybe people don't know what Futurama is. Futurama was made by the same people behind The Simpsons. Um, it takes place in the future and it centers around this guy Fry who was living during like the Y2K era and during a New Year's like Eve celebration accidentally gets cry- uh, cryogenically frozen and wakes up thousands of years in the future where the world is just fucking insane and yada 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 so there's this episode that talk that showcases fry's past that he had a dog who would always be with him as fry was at work at a pizza place and when fry gets cryogenically frozen the episode literally shows how the dog every single oh my god i'm gonna cry talking about this every single day every single day showed up to the pizza place waiting for fry to show up and obviously fry never showed up and so this dog literally died there because the dog just waited for fry every single oh my god is the saddest freaking episode ever i was like i was like i can't believe futurama is making me feel this right now (laughs) you know what gets me even worse about that episode is fry you know he has the chance to bring the dog back seymour and he ends up like you know, and Bender's all super jealous because he's like, oh, you know, I, I'm your best friend. And he kind of sits there and he's thinking about it. And he's like, you know what? I bet, you know, Seymour lived like a great life or something like that. And then That's right. They punch you in the fucking dick. That's here. right. He was like, the- he was like, I'm sure he lived a nice, fulfilled life. And they showed that literally like Seymour's life was just waiting for Fry. Oh my god. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I hate it. It's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Why? The Why? episode The episode is called Jurassic Bark and it's the 7th episode of the 4th season. 
Holy shit. Fuck that season. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, did you ever watch Full Metal Alchemist? No, I never watched it. People were super into it, I, though. I remember. Do you do you know about the Chimera? No. Let, let, just a quick explanation. So these two kind of go hand in hand of like super fucking upsetting shit. In Full Metal Alchemist, you know, there's the alchemist and it's all about the law of equivalent exchange. You know, if you're wanting to make salt, then you need to exchange, you know, the ingredients that is found in salt, right? To make it happen. Just kind of like gold. What's worth as much as gold? You know, you have to do something equivalent. Um and there's like, uh, I think it's like state alchemist, right? There's like people that have passed an exam to do it. Well, there was a guy that was an alchemist that he had uh, created a chimera, you know, a creation of combining two different things together, like living things, like uh, like a snake and a dog type thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the brothers, they meet this guy. The guy has a little girl, and she's the sweetest thing, and she loves Edward and Al, um, you know, which are the brothers of, you know, the show. And she has a dog. Well, he's about to lose, the, the dad's about to lose his license. No, it's been a while, so I may have some of this incorrect. Um, he created a chimera at some point, but he can't replicate it, and he's in a... Uh, trouble of like losing his license over it uh so at some point ed comes back and the little girl's not there and the guy the dad's so happy because he finally created another chimera but the chimera is that he took his little daughter and her dog and joined them together into like this like creature that can hardly speak. And she looks at Edward, the creature looks at Edward and goes, Edward. Because it, it's the only fucking word it can say. And the fucking realization that he just sacrificed his own daughter just so he could keep doing his experiments. And then you find out the reason the little girl didn't have a mom is because the original Chimera was her mother. Oh my god. That's intense. Yeah, that, that scene, like, you had to, it's like one of those things where you had to be there, but it's so traumatizing, that moment, because everybody loved this little girl. Everybody loved this character. And, like, you sit there and you're like, oh, well, this is fucking terrible. I'm gonna go die now, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for thank for you the thank you one second hang on i'm pausing this all right sorry about that i had to pause for a quick second we are back though so yeah fry's dog uh seymour super fucking sad depression uh, <laughs> depression uh let's move on though to our number six Brittany. you got this what do you got for us uh, let me see here. Um, by the way, I love the gift you sent me. I uh, love, love it. For those who can't, you know, uh, we, we got to keep the audience on the inside, you know. We can't, uh, I was you know. about to say it. I was oh, okay, say okay. It. I was going to say, you know, we can't have the inside joke. We got to 
we gotta share <laughs> tia was sharing me a gift from uh black widow because she knows i love alexi even though i haven't actually seen him in the movie yet because i haven't seen it there's a, a very cute cute scene from there that i was like "Ooh, alexi just know it involves the pig yeah <laughs> uh it's Poor very alexi. it's very um related to the podcast since we're talking about animals right <laughs> All right, right, it's perfect. You already knew. All right, but yeah, um, let's, so let's move on to number six. Let me see here. I want to do, I'm going to do, uh, this movie was so near and dear to me. I'm going to go with Sassy from Homeward Bound. Because, oh, uh, did you so ever watch familiar. Homeward Bound? Uh, I probably because I've spoken about this movie before. I mean, I already love the name. Yes. Okay. I can hear you clicking. Yeah. Like, Let me look at this up. Well, I'm also doing it for like you know my list. You know, you know, I do a list, girl. I, I know you do. Your but you know, list, let girl. me let me so homework know. homework bound. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so with homework bound, uh, it's a story about. I'm trying. No, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but. Uh, this family I think they're like like I don't know if they went on a trip or they moved or something but they got separated from their animals and they had Chance uh, in Shadow which one was like a I think an American Pitbull one was a Golden Retriever and one was a cat and that was Sassy and it's about this journey of them trying like I think they're like states away that something happens that they get separated from their family and uh Oh, or I don't know what it was. I, I really don't remember if they just thought, you know, the family was gone. But either way, they go on, like, this statewide journey, it feels like, to get back to their family. And the, But it's all, like, live action. It's real animals. But they give, like, these voiceovers. Like, uh, each of the animals. It was really creative for the time. They didn't really, like, the dogs didn't. It's almost like, imagine they were almost communicating telepathy. Like, telepathically like their their mouth isn't moving there's no cgi there's no nothing it's just them going on a mission and uh i think sassy was like a himalayan cat like you know very like 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 a siamese cat but like super fluffy basically and she's very like she's sassy she's very like she wants to get back to her human she belongs to the uh the daughter of the family you know she's very prissy at first because she's not want to go on this adventure but she oh she loves them and she wants to you know she wants to get back to the family but um she's so cute and it's like she really like brings up the strength because you know she's the type of cat that she can't really fight back she's not going to really survive and i think at some point she nearly drowns and this like nice older man finds her and there's this scene where you're like giving her milk and wiping her little face and i remember just being obsessed with this cat because you know sometimes um they almost portrayed the cat as like very aloof she doesn't care you know blah blah blah. and it's like no she really loved her family and she just wanted to see her little girl again and she wanted to go back to the family and even though she's not really like made for that adventure she's like i gotta do it for my human and you know i love cats tia i could put all i could put chance and shadow on there too because chance is like you know very young and you know uh shadow's like old he's the which shadow is very much like a, you know a little boy named him right which the son's older but shadow the golden retriever is supposed to be older and at the end of the movie when they all make it shadow doesn't show up 
and the dad just touches the son's shoulder and he's like you know shadow you know shadow was getting old because he was an old dog and uh and the the boy is just so sad because he's the eldest son you know he's had this dog all his life basically and at the very end shadow makes it over the hill because he did make it and i just cry every time oh so good but yeah i love sassy i could have put shadow there because shadow was like the leader he's older and chance was like young buck like yeah you know which he gets slept with a porcupine at some point it's pretty awful (laughs) yeah so i i never saw homeward bound but you have spoken about this film before and i just looked up sassy i love cats like this they're so pretty so fluffy um on our list of things since i am coming to new york because me and tia did get our press badges for new york comic-con uh we are which i was going to see you anyways that's the one thing i was like like, fuck if it doesn't work out and i was like well i still get to see my tia anyway you were so like can i tell everyone like she was such uh like so negative about this i was like Brittany, chill out and she was just like worst case scenario i'm like why are you preparing for a worst case scenario it'll be okay 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 let let me go through through my thought process okay Mm -hmm. we put in for the application late because the normally you get an email that says hey press applications are open you know go ahead and do this we never got the email and i randomly looked and was like i wonder when those applications are we were two days late well kind of late and so i sat there and i was like well fuck you know things are just starting to open back up uh from covid which i'm pretty sure arkansas is about to go with another mask mandate because uh people weren't vaccinating like they should now we're the secondly safe only beaten by missouri for uh covid cases rising because people <laughs> didn't get vaccinated congratulations so- britney <laughs> Yeah, congratulations. I love it. Everybody loves being named secondly safe uh, state, which, you know, I got vaccinated. Entire family's vaccinated. All those good things stay safe out there. Well, yeah. So, you know, we were sitting there and I was like, okay, you know, they said they were basically greatly reducing how many people they were going to allow in the convention, you know, talking about how everything really got cut short, you know, had to put all these things, you know, they weren't doing the four day passes because they knew people were going to, you know, open up more chances for more individual days, which I'm also like, you probably got a lot of shit ton more money out of that, but, uh, cause you still allow for everybody to buy one of each day. Yeah. So I sit there, I'm panicking because, uh, we got the on sale. It was supposed to happen Sunday and all week leading up, there was still no approval or denial, no approval or denial. And I was like, well, I need to know before I just, you know, hit Sunday. And I'm like, okay, roll the dice. You know, should I go ahead and buy the ticket just in case, you know, just in case it doesn't happen. And then like, two days before it goes on sale we get our approvals in and i see start seeing like the mass influx of denials that came through on twitter and i'm like my heart wanted to start stop like as soon as i got the approval my parents were laughing at me because we were on this cruise and i'm sitting there and i'm like they're like what are you doing i'm like i'm just looking at the approval email i'm just i'm just looking at it and they're like you've already looked at it. i'm like yeah but i'm looking at it again just to make sure it's real <laughs> I was just like, okay, I don't know. I guess, like, if there's one thing 2020 and most of 2021 has taught me is you can't plan. 
<laughs> you just gotta go with the flow. So, you know, when you said, oh, look, and I like looked and I got approved as well, I was like, cool. And that was it. <laughs> my, my butt cheeks were so clenched. They oh were so God. clenched. <laughs> anyway, were so on, clenched. on that note, let's move on. <laughs> Number five, let's do this. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. Um, I am going to put uh, Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You know, that is an awesome one, but you will be so upset with me. I didn't like that show growing up, but I love the cat. I love Salem. And that's the thing is that I didn't really watch the show growing up. Like, I watched it. Like, I definitely watched the show, but I, um, whatchamacallit, like, I wouldn't put it up there and say like oh Sabrina the Teenage Witch was one of my like favorite shows ever you know or anything like that you know it was mostly one of those things that I just watched because it was on right um and I didn't like check out you know the new uh like what's it called Sabrina show that's on Netflix or anything like that long story Um, short I I won't say that it's like again my favorite freaking show like of my younger years but you can't help but, like, love the cat Salem just because how sassy he was and how amazing. sassy. And I think after that, like, everyone wanted a black cat. <laughs> like, everyone was like, you know, it'd be really cool to have a black cat because maybe they, too, will start actually talking. <laughs> you want to know something funny about that? What? One of my ga- best guy friends has a black cat named Salem and my other friend Tucker just got a black kitten and named it Salem and that's just uh, that is definitely like a trend it's like you get a black cat and it's like what are you going to name the black cat oh probably Salem because you're at that point where you're like yeah everybody named it that but I really love this name so I'm going to do it anyways and I you know what I feel that I have a ton of friends with uh, animals named Toby, but I can't help it. I love the name Toby. Oh, that's like um, everyone I knew at one point, like, named their animal Coco. Like, whether it was a dog, a cat, it was like, by the way, if you hear my dog squeaking a toy, Polly just got home. So, of course, all the animals are celebrating in unison. (laughs) (laughs) I just heard ladies little growls oh, did you hear her growl <laughs> I heard her growl I was like what is that and I was like oh man that's funny I should have called Lady Salem apparently but anyway the whole point is Salem was an awesome cat because it reminded me also did you ever watch um, I feel like we've talked about this and I feel like you've told me no which would make me really upset, but you watch Hocus Pocus growing up, right? Oh my god, yes. Alright, well, there's so many things yes, that I, yes, like, yes. there's so many things that I, like, you know, mention. You're like, I never watched that, and I'm like, okay, well, you suck. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, sure, fuck you too. <laughs> I remember in Hocus Pocus, there was also a talking cat, a talking black cat, right? And so you were like, that was the, the thing. It was like, if you had a show about witches, or a movie about witches, you needed a talking black cat that was incredibly sassy, because Salem was sassy, and I forget the cat's name in Hocus Pocus, I think it was like Tobias or something like that, but he was sassy as well, so it's like you needed them to be sassy. 
I'm trying to think of what the uh, I'm trying to think of what the cat's name was. It was uh, it was like Zachary Binks. It was Binks. Binks, yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> it was his name was Zachary Binks. Yeah. So my point is saying is like back then, like I loved Hocus Pocus growing up, and I did watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and honestly, like the most alluring thing about that was the fact that you had the sassy ass black cat. So yeah, Salem Salem is my choice there. I know you didn't like Sabrina, the teenage witch, which is fine. You know, Um, I personally was a bigger fan of Clarissa explains it all. Um, But but what did you think think about Salem? I think for me as a, uh, as a child, I, when teen, when that show was out, I was more in the face of I don't care about these teenage drama bullshit. I don't care, you know, like just not caring about those things more aimed for teenagers because I was a child and I didn't care about boys and I didn't care about my clothes. You know what I mean? But looking back, I'm like, God, I would have been really into that show probably if I was just a little bit older when it came out. I mean, that wasn't the interesting thing about the show. The interesting thing was that literally she was a witch and had like two witch ants. (laughs) No, I get that too, but it was... I I get that too, but I'm saying it was aimed towards, I think, a little bit of an older audience than what I was. Because let me see when teenage... Let's see. Teenage witch... Let me see. Because what was it called again? It was called Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina. That's what it was. I could remember all of it. Uh, It came out in 1996. I was two years old. (laughs) That is true. I was six. And again, it was like, A, watching it. Because, again, it was like, oh, cool, witches, like Hocus Pocus. And then also it's like, I thought that's what high school's like. <laughs> I know. Do you ever remember being a kid and having such, like, hopeful dreams of, like, what high school would be and making all these friends and hopefully one – well, for me, I was like, I want to be popular. I want to be a cool kid. I want to wear – I want to be like that. And then as an adult, you're just like, ah, oh, you know, as a teenager, you're like, ah, oh, fuck that. That's too much fucking work. Holy shit. I mean, I will say the one thing about, like, high school is – you know, you watch all this stuff, and it's, and it's like, I'm, I know that obviously this happened, people have had these experiences, but it's like, you watch all these things from, like, the 80s and stuff, and they're like, it's a, it's a horrible thing, high school, you know, you're gonna get there, and you're gonna get beat up 24-7, get ready to have swirlies, and your glasses broken, and, oh you my know, god, right. and then I, got, so it's like, in your head, you're like, oh my god, that's what high school's gonna be like, and then you get to high school, and it's like, so the opposite, it's like, no one really gives a fuck, like, yeah, there's it's different, stay in your lane, yeah, there's different groups, obviously, you get grouped up with the people who you have similar interests in, but there was no, like, <laughs> I'm, come here, nerd, I'm gonna put you in a locker, <laughs> oh my gosh and don't get me wrong like i think i said i forgot if i said this on air beforehand but it's like you know i was watching this tiktok that was like oh what's something that's popular now that you got made fun of when you're a kid and we talked about like wearing black lipstick and there were like say two girls who like 
would go, ew, you wearing black lipstick? But it wasn't one of those things where it's like they were the popular girls and da da da. It was literally like just these two girls had their opinion, and then I would like go off to my group of fellow goths and go, <laughs> the assholes, you know, and then like go, you know what I'm saying? So it like so wasn't what they made it out to be in movies and shit and again i'm sure people have had those experiences to even like come up with things like that in the first place but i grew up in the 90s not the 80s so i guess maybe that too is the big difference no one was calling each other brace face or four eyes <laughs> right i was gonna say um by the way you would have loved my uh my my boss uh you know he's the it director and everything of my college well he he's he had a goth phase. He did not goth phase. Sorry, he was goth growing up. And I said, uh, "I said, so was it just a phase?" And he just slowly grinned. He said, "I used to drive a hearse until recently." <laughs> and I was oh, like, shit. "I drove a hearse." He said, "But they told me it didn't look professional, so I, I you know, I retired it." You retired the hearse. You retired the hearse. I love. I retired it. the hearse. I know, but I was like, "That's pretty badass." Honestly, the biggest, like, disappointment of my high school years was that uh, I didn't have a talking cat called uh, Salem, so... Um, right, bringing it back. Bringing nice it back. Bring back to you. Bringing it back. But yeah, so that's my number five, is Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm sure there are plenty of people who are listening who can agree that we all wanted a talking sassy cat, um, just like Sassy from Homer Bound bringing it all back here uh but Brittany, let's move on to number four what you got for us i'm gonna go with mufasa yes <laughs> technically a cat. i'm sorry if that was on your list i'm no. sorry no he was on my list because i didn't even think about like lion king and then you sit there and you're like wait they're cats obviously i know that's why i said literally i told you i was like i have some that technically are but it's cheating and i'm gonna go with it i'm gonna go with mufasa because i don't know what it is i had such a like it's the fatherly figure aspect do you ever feel like you didn't get enough of mufasa like he's like this great leader he was very gruff you know he's very not gruff in that sense but very very um authoritative but also like fair and you're just like oh you know he's so great you know he's gonna really teach Simba to be this great leader you know he's so gentle with Simba you know he's never harsh on him and then you're like oh he's dead he's dead he was the best part of this uh, movie and now he's dead because the way even with his brother like he was so like I don't know which one's older by the way I think I would assume Mufasa, but like Scar, they they, they were just such total, total opposites. Though I thought Scar was so cool growing up too. I won't lie, and still well, not great. But any character that's named Scar, you're like he's cool. <laughs> he's cool. What's bad is like when you're like, oh, it started early because even my my Twitch chat's like Brittany. Why do you? T- why do you love villains so much? You're like, you know they're not good, and I'm like, you answered your own question. Did you? It's like, did they not? Did they not watch Lion King grow growing up and see? Like, Scar had the best musical numbers, the best lines, like the best. The be prepared number. Holy shit! Uh, 
amazing the be prepared number was the best i will say i'm sorry to interrupt but you know how i said like i didn't mind the live action version of lion king because to me it was kind of like a play-by-play like redo but i will say that the be prepared scene did not hit the way it hit in the cartoon version oh it's so sad i know but anyway sorry you were talking about mufasa no, no, I love it. But, like, between Scar and Mufasa, I just thought those two were so great. And, like, with Mufasa, it was just, like, I, it, he made you want more out of that character. And almost that sentence of, like, oh, you, that's it. That's the end of an era. You know, it kind of gave me, um, like, T'Challa vibes with his father. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Like, where like. Because where you have this, like, great, you know, he's the king, you know, very fatherly figure, great. And then you're like, oh, he's gone. And then he's, once and then oh. once he's gone, because doesn't Simba even have a moment where he kind of questions what Mufasa did in pushing Scar out? Because essentially that made Scar what he was. And that was a key scene in, say, Black Panther, where T'Challa finds out how T'Chaka pushed out uh killmonger and he kind of questioned like i feel like there is that similar theme there so you could say definitely that there is that like similar sort of relationship oh no i think that was like um i I was funny i was like i was gonna bring up that point but i didn't know how to go about it but you you got it girl you you said exactly what i wanted thanks but i will say mufasa was awesome um, I mean, first of all, he's voiced by James Earl Jones. Anything that has James Earl Jones, I'm sorry. Like, I, it's weird. I don't know if it's weird to say, like, I'm a fan of James Earl Jones. Because I can't really point out and say, like, you know, what, obviously, you know, he did Darth Vader, he did Lion King. I know that he's done, like, Shakespeare and everything. But I can't, like, say, like, oh, I know every single, like, piece of work he's done. But you know when you hear his voice, you're like, ah cool it's gonna be good because james Earl jones is different. right <laughs> no i i i agree i think it's one of those people that's so well known for their voices that you just automatically assume that's all you need to know yeah and like mufasa was so caring to simba he, you know him talking about the kingdom anything the light touches is ours and you know x y and z and how he behaved and i'm telling you as a kid the scene where you know Mufasa with the stampede, like you felt actual terror during that scene. And when Mufasa's like getting up and Scar's there, and he's like, "Brother, help me!" And Scar's just like, "Ha bitch, no." <laughs> and, <laughs> and you were just like, "Give oh. a moment." Do you ever like watch that scene and hope for a different outcome? Yes, every even time you know it's like going to happen. Yeah, you rewatch it and you're like, maybe Scar will not be a piece of shit and actually help out Mufasa this time. And it's like, no. I would, I would love a, a like a variant, uh, like shit of. Uh, I mean, we already got like. Uh, by the way, just just a simple yes or no. Um, I saw a poster for Loki. Um, why is there an alligator wearing <laughs> uh, Loki's uh, horns? Because that would get a little intense. There's different variants of Loki, and in one timeline, Loki is an alligator. <laughs> why? Why? I don't know. I will say, spoiler alert, the episode where they explored all of the, var- like, not all of it, but a bunch of different variants of Loki was so fucking cool. 
There's just so many. Yeah. No, he, There's he, just so many. He's an alligator at some point. Uh, we were all confused, including, like, the Loki that we follow in the show. It was a bit of a confusing time. Uh, so, yeah. There's so many. <laughs> There's so many. But, yeah. I love Mufasa growing up. You listen to him and you're like, wow, such wise words. Like, this is <laughs> like, like you sit there and it's one of those things like, you know how everyone always says that Robin Williams was like everyone's uncle, like America's uncle, right? I don't know why, but like Mufasa was everyone's dad. I <laughs> think you're like... <laughs> I like that, yeah. It's like, you you aspire to be a great king. Yeah, right? Like, everyone needs a Mufasa in their life. So, yeah, Mufasa, great character. Um, I love Lion King. Like, I sit there, and I think Lion King is my second favorite Disney movie of all time. I will still always say that my number one is Mulan. That will never change. <laughs> it's funny. I was about to ask you, I was like, well, what's your first night? Instant was like, oh, it's Mulan. It's I know Mulan. it's Mulan. She and saved, Mulan. She saved China. <laughs> okay. Oh, and now all of China knows you're here. And I'm, I'm like, ooh, I got chills. I'm not kidding you. Like, as a 31-year-old adult, right, if I put that movie on right now, and the scene where the emperor tells Mulan that she saved all of China and everyone starts bowing, I will literally start crying. <laughs> I, I, I know that has nothing to do with the podcast, but it's like in that scene, he's like ripping her to shreds, right? He's like, you disrespected this. You went against borders. You did this. You did that. And you're like, oh, this guy's not even thankful for what Mulan did. Then he's like, and you have saved China. And I'm like, no. Hey, no. <laughs> every time. Oh, my God. It gets every me time every time. I cry. <laughs> I cry every time. Every single time. But anyway, sorry. Mufasa. Yes, number four. Uh, moving on to number three. I am. I really like this character, right? We always talk about how the movie was, you know, maybe not the greatest movie or anything, even though I enjoyed it like i don't sit there and say it's one of the worst marvel movies in the mcu right because i can still be entertained by it despite everything but i'm sorry i love goose from captain marvel (laughs) the cat or should i say or should i say the porkin (laughs) oh my god i love this cat so much like First of all, who doesn't love an orange cat? Like, for those who are listening, I have an orange cat. His name is Sunny. Um, and so, you know, Captain Marvel, there's this cat, Goose, that goes on a space adventure with both Carol Danvers and Nick Fury and Monica, uh, you know, Rambo and everything like that, right? So, you know, this cat, you're like, cool this cat is going through a lot what what a time right and yeah you say it's a pretty cool cat he's a pretty cool cat and then at some point in the movie uh you find out it's not a cat it's what is called a flurkin and this flurkin literally shoots like tentacles out of his mouth and like eats things (laughs) (laughs) i was like when i 
watched it, I was like, oh, they're just scared of it because they don't know what a cat is. Yeah, when, Tal- oh, when Talos is all, like, weirded out, and it's like, haha, I get it, because he's an alien from space, he's intimidated by this little, like, assassin and everything like that, ha ha ha, and he's just like, that's not a cat, and it's like, what are you talking about? And then when you see the freaking thing, like, do its thing and literally you're like oh i get it now it's not a cat <laughs> my old i'm like by the way with the nick fury thing with his eye and it's like you know how he made like a goofy story become like oh very serious like oh it could have been anything it could have been anything that got his eye you know and he really played it off but he can we just say for a second nick fury did not flinch in that incident he was like yeah he covered his eye but he didn't even seem like hurt and it always, like, caught me off guard. But I know, I love Goose. I was just like, you can't not love that cat. But I guess it did fall, it ended up falling in love with uh, Carol and uh, Nick. It was like, you know what? You could be cool. You know what the thing is so funny? It's like people really hated that, right? They, like, really hated that that's the reason why Nick Fury's eye is messed up. And it's like, I get it, right? If you're a really big comic book fan and everything you are going to sit there and be like, this is so stupid, you know, whatever, 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 right? But to me, I thought it was hilarious because it literally was Marvel, like, because people for years were like, why is Nick Fury's eye fucked up, you know? And I'm sure, you know, people for years have been making up stories and and Marvel's like, ha ha, you know, I know that you have all these, like, crazy theories and how, like, epically Nick lost his eye, but we're going to make it that, like, a cat scratched his eye. To me, I just think it's hilarious. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um. I was going to say, on that note, mm-hmm. the initial scene with Talos, I was like, this is the coolest, like, it it was, it was had the Kylo Ren effect on me at the beginning with Talos, where I was like, this is going to be such a good villain, this, this is very kinky, and then you're like, oh, 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 he, he's nice, or he took the helmet off, what? Okay, I mean, he's still really cool. But I liked him better whenever he was an asshole. I yeah, I will agree with that. Where it's like I love the way Ben Mendelsohn plays Talos. Like you know, I'm glad I guess in the end that he ended up working alongside Nick and Carol, and actually uh, that character is returning for a, a Disney Plus show called Secret Invasion. So it's like, yeah, that's really cool. But you're right. When they first introduced the character, you think that he's like the ultimate bad guy. And he's so good at being that. And so when he does this like switch where it's like, I'm not really the bad guy. I'm just like searching for a way I'm to really be soft, gentle. Yeah. You know, I'm a really good guy. I'm kind of goofy and fun. And I'm like, I love him. Don't get me wrong. I still love him. I'm not being super critical but the villain mm. no i know it, and so what britney is referring to is when we first saw the movie the force awakens right kylo ren with his helmet on he's like this badass villain you're like ooh, yeah like this guy the is, voice yeah this guy is like rival ring you know darth vader and shit and then he t- takes his helmet off and you know like adam drive i tell you this right i like adam driver as an actor but he was really young at that point when The Force Awakens came out. So he was so baby-faced that you're like, I can't take this shit seriously. <laughs> right, right. No, I had the exact same reaction where I was like, 
I was just like, because you know we had the cool voice, you know, going yeah. on. And I was like, this is so good. This is great. And then it's like, mm, put the helmet back on, please. That <laughs> was fucked up. But you feel me. I do. I do. But yeah, so Goose from Captain Marvel. I don't know. Again, anything with the uh, orange cat, which is so funny. So in the movie, obviously, a lot of the scenes were with a fake cat. Like what they did was literally just have a stuffed cat and obviously animated <laughs> it later. But for some scenes, it was a real cat. And apparently, Brie Larson, who plays Carol Danvers, is allergic to cats. So, oh, you shit. know, it's, really- <laughs> it's funny because this cat is like stealing the hearts of millions. And she's like, yeah, the cat was cool. But like, I was definitely allergic to it every time. I was dying. Yeah, I was dying. And it's like, I'm glad you all enjoyed it. But I was like, <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed my suffering. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Goose from Captain Marvel. I certainly hope that we get to see Goose again. Um, you know, Captain Marvel did take place in the 90s, and by the time we get to the sequel, it will be in present day. But Goose is a flurkin, so who knows what the lifespan of a flurkin is? So hopefully, we get to see more. Hey, I mean, they can't just get he's like Rocket. You're like, I wasn't expecting to love you so much, but you can't, you know, stay out of it. You're part of the family now. Oh my god, can I tell you really quick, right? You know. Because I don't know who, like, most of these characters are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I've learned who they are through the movies. So, when they did the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, I obviously said to myself, I have no idea who these characters are. But, oh, Star-Lord looks really cool. And Drax looks really cool. And Gamora looks really cool. I went and saw that movie. And I walked out. And I'm like, why did I walk out loving a fucking raccoon in a tree so much <laughs> I know. like why are they my favorite characters <laughs> why well, no uh watiti did that one right he did the first one no taika no 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 guardians of the galaxy both one and two were done by james gunn who also is the director of the upcoming the suicide squad movie Oh, then I'm, you know what, they just made my hopes even better. Why did I, what movies did uh, uh, Taika do before, like, before he did Thor Ragnarok? Because that's what Taika Waititi did. He did Thor Ragnarok, and he's coming back to Well, I know he did Thor Ragnarok, but I thought he had done another uh, Marvel movie before that one. No, no, uh, Thor Ragnarok was his first Marvel movie, and he is directing the fourth Thor movie, Thor Love and Thunder. I he just took him in so much of a better direction because I hated the Thor movies when I first watched. I was like, these They're are awful. Not. Loki's the, literally the only good thing about this. And then they were like, oh okay, now it's good because they made him not take himself so serious. He he had no personality. He was just like, I'm big, dumb, and beautiful and strong. No, literally, Thor had no personality beforehand. Like literally, the only saving grace to those Thor movies were Loki. And in the first two Avengers films, Thor was literally my least favorite character. I literally couldn't care less about his, like, art, because I'm just like, you really have, as you said, no personality. So when, Mm -hmm. I remember when they did the trailer for Thor Ragnarok, 
I remember thinking, like, oh, this looks really good. Like, this looks really different than what we've seen. I love, like, whoever Hela is. Loki's obviously in it. And, you know, like, Thor looks good, but, you know, my expectations are low. And then I walked out, and I was like, holy shit, Thor is great. And then I remember, like, prior to Thor Ragnarok coming out, there was this rumor that Infinity War would focus mostly on Thanos and Thor, I remember sitting there going, oh, God, why is it going to focus on Thor? I really couldn't care less. And then after Ragnarok, and then when Ragnarok came, I was like, I can't wait for more Thor. (laughs) Oh, I know. I went from like, I don't care. Everybody was just like, he's beautiful. And I'm like, yes, but what else? What else does he have? Give me something more. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm really excited for whatever Taika Watsiti is going to do in Thor Love and Thunder. Um Love James Gunn doing the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. James Gunn uh, is the director of the upcoming The Suicide Squad, which is the sequel to the 2016 Suicide Squad movie, and that looks really good. And James Gunn will return to direct the third Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn was the actor that, remember, a couple of years ago, Marvel let him go for some, like, tweets from 11 12 years ago resurfacing and so they let him go and we all thought oh my god what's happening to guardians of the galaxy and then literally like six months later marvel's like jk we're bringing james gunn back (laughs) right how would you feel like being like uh, like loving those movies enough to go back to the people that fired you just so you could keep doing them well it's so funny because Juwan has this theory. I remember he, him saying it a few years ago. He had this theory that Marvel never really, quote unquote, fired him. They just said it for public image because people were like freaking out like, oh, James Gunn said all these things like 12 years ago in a tweet and everything, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, back when like, like comedy and humor was this like big, huge shock value thing. Right. So yeah. it's like, he came under fire. So Juwan's theory is Disney was like, all right, we have to say we're going to fire you. You're obviously not fired. Like you're going to come back, but we have to say that we are. And then why don't you take some time off social media? Cause James Gunn literally didn't like tweet for like a solid six, seven months. And it's like, so why don't you take some time off? And then we'll, we'll, we'll bring you back. And I, right. And, it'll be your big finish. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And I know it sounds like crazy, but I'm sitting there going like, why would James Gunn come back? Like, why wouldn't he feel like offended in some way? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, no, so, I agree. And I would seemed, have, I would have, it would hurt my pride. Well, I was going to say, he seemingly has no hurt feelings over it. any interview. He like never says anything negative about it. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, the whole thing happened with Disney and then DC called me and then I was going to direct Suicide Squad and Marvel's like, we want you to come back, but you can finish your DC film and then you can work on our film. Like, we'll be super understandable and shit. You don't have to, like, walk away from the Suicide Squad. And I'm like, it just all sounds too peachy keen. <laughs> right? Where you're like, like, how are you not having hard feelings? Because I, I would be one salty bitch. I would too. But anyway... We only have Brittany for another 15 minutes. No, not 25 minutes. We have Brittany for another 25 minutes. We got two on our list left. Let's power through them. Brittany, what's your number two? I'm going to go with, uh, have you seen Zootopia? Yeah. I love Zootopia. (laughs) I love Zootopia. I'm going to go with Judy Hopps. 
cute. I feel like I can relate with her because, you know, the whole thing with Zootopia, you know, you have carnivores and you have herbivores and omnivores, you know, all living together. And there's kind of that stigma that carnivores are more aggressive, more alpha, more like aggressive. Oh, they want to eat the herbivores, which I mean. You get it. That's, that's <laughs> the like animal. Food, that's the animal food chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was like you know, with Judy, she really wanted to be a cop, and the whole thing with that is that you know it was very much a bunnies don't become. Well, she's a rabbit, but uh, rabbits don't become cops because it's more of it was more of like a carnivore job i think too wasn't it or even like omnivore something you know like dogs you know lions you know all those become cops but not rabbits but she ended up being like the top of her class you know she really tried hard you know stone she was like i want to do my dream and i want to do this i can do it and you know she does reach her dream but you know her struggling you know with what she was going through and how you know and i think you kind of have it kind of relates to like what we go through now about struggling in a job say that's not always quite a fit for you you know we do have women going into you know historically male professions now which you know they've been doing that but it's becoming more widespread you know uh that's kind of like how STEM is for me. It's like when you're like, I'm in a huge class. I'm one of two women that are in this class. You're kind of like, well, I don't exactly feel like I, I am exactly like the others. But, you know, we got to change it a little bit. So, you know, for me, I was like, oh, it's so nice to see Judy that's like, I'm not going to let my size, you know, or any of that or how I was born to, you know, affect what I want to do. And I just thought she was so cute and she's so strong and she just makes me want to snuggle her. She's so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, what you would call is like, I, I loved Zootopia. I didn't watch it right away, right? Like, I didn't watch it when it came out. But then when I got Disney+, Plus, I was looking on Disney+, Plus trying to see what to watch. And it was like Zootopia. And I said, okay, people really like this movie. I loved it. Holy shit, I loved freaking Zootopia. It's so good. The animation quality is so good, too. The animation quality is so good. And I was so surprised at, say, like, the social commentary I feel like it was making. Like, it was very... Um, like, you know, very now, right? Um, yeah. Which I think Disney does well sometimes. They don't always hit the mark, but um, they do well sometimes using animals, obviously, to convey their message. And it was, like, super, you know, oh, you know, you can't be in the police force and her feeling super down about herself and, you know, wondering, you know, is she doing the right thing and everything to try to say, like, push her out. But, like, I love then what you find, like, the mystery that she solves. Like, I love her. She's so positive in a field where everything is against her. And I love even showing the moments that are very, like, quote-unquote human, where it's like she does doubt herself, but it's like, oh, my God, I love her. I love Judy Hopps. I love You make me want to watch Zootopia again. It's been so long. I know. Well, you know, and also, like, you know, the prejudice that came with it, because you have where Judy was, you know, the one fox, like, attacked her, you know, when she was little, mm-hmm. or, like, bitter or something, and she was really scared of that kid, you know, because it is, like, oh, it's so easy just 
to kind of die in that world if somebody loses control and then the fox ended up like working for her family you know on the the carrot farm and you know him apologizing and saying you know we he's always felt really bad about it and all these things and her forgiving him and i'm just like oh i loved her i loved her like friendship with the fox in the movie I like how they didn't yeah. go and say a romantic direction. Oh, the other fox, uh, yeah. Nick Wilde. Yeah, you know, uh, he was. I, a was bit of an a- I forget his name. He was a bit of an asshole, right, to her. Yeah, he <laughs> <it> was. <laughs> but I loved that. Uh, what you calls it? Like, I loved their relationship with each other, and I liked that they were romantically involved. It was a friendship. Yeah, Nick Wilde. Oh my God, you know who voices him? Do you know? Yeah. Do you know uh, Jason Bateman? Oh, I know the name. Relate him to something for me, real quick. Oh my god, he's been like everything: Ozark, uh, uh, Horrible Bosses. Um, he's oh, so yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. If you look up pictures, um, I'm looking up pictures now of Zootopia and just remembering how much I love this movie. My favorite freaking scene is the sloth because it's so like Oh my god. It's so reminiscent of like going to the DMV. <laughs> like just how torturous it is. <laughs> I will say, uh, I know oh, you know Arkansas is definitely gonna be a lot different than New York. Uh, but, you know, we, we sit there for quite a bit. Not like uh, one of my bosses was like, yeah, when I was in California, you had to wait a month to get, like, your driver's license done because blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, shit. But I walked in there. It took me five seconds. They answered me like, yeah, we'll take your picture. And I was like, how are y'all doing this so fast? And there's like, like five oh, people in your town. Whatever. <laughs> we have 12,000. Thank you. <laughs> Keep talking. I'm just looking up something. <laughs> we have 12,000 people. It's a lot. Um, but uh, the, the DMV in there, I was like, oh, how did you do this so fast? And they're like, oh, you know, we just got people that really wanted to work this time around because they had had a problem with, like, the, like, I guess some people there were being, like, very did not like existing there and so they had got new people and these people were really fast and they were just like in and out and I was like well holy shit it freaking um last time I went when I turned 30 and I had to get my license renewed I it took me like three hours to do it. <laughs> it so oh, could you imagine if you didn't get up front and you forgot a pa- piece of paper that you needed? It was so annoying. They made you go to like a million different, like I never experienced that, but I literally had to go to a million different windows because I was getting the enhanced license because uh-huh. it's like, I think as of, I think as of like 2021 in October, it's going to be a requirement to get if you want to say travel, even if like, you're yeah. just, even if you're just traveling to another state, you know? So I was like, all right, let me get it now while I'm, you know, 30. Oh my, it was just so much. I don't want to like uh, focus on it, but anyway, um, the population of Yonkers uh, estimated as of 2019 is over 200,000. That's chump change. <laughs> well, let's look up. The that's pop- not that. 
Yeah, that's not holy. Don't look at my population. It's fine. No, it's fine, Dean. No, 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 it's fine. Uh, you know, you know, yours uh, is just slightly bigger than my town. It's fine. Well, I was going to look up the New York City population is literally over 18 million people. It's closer to like 19 million people. So it's fine. Let's it's look, fine. Let's look up Arkansas really quick. Well, no, 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 I hope our listeners are enjoying. Um, it says as of 2019, you guys are uh, 10,706 people. Wow. So it's at least 12,000 now. Oh, my God. Anyway, so <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, let's move on to our number one on our list of the top ten best cats and dogs and other animals in movies and TV shows. Um, we have Thomas O'Malley from The Aristocats, uh, Cusco from Emperor's New Groove, Bagheera from... Jungle Book, Seymour from Futurama, Sassy from Homeward Bound, Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Mufasa from Lion King, Goose from Captain Marvel, Judy from Zootopia, and my favorite, um, and I am putting Zero from Nightmare Before Christmas, because he is a dog, although a ghost dog, although a ghost dog. That's awesome. We all know that Zero, listen, they really say, like, dog, right, is a man's best friend. And in Nightmare Before Christmas, that is shown to be true, even in death. Even though Zero is a little ghost doggy, he is so loyal to Jack. He just, you know, he is concerned when Jack is sad. He follows Jack around and everything. And Jack loves uh, Zero. I mean, he plays fetch with Zero with his own ribcage. I mean, (laughs) you know, the normal stuff that we all do. (laughs) No, seriously. I remember growing up and watching Nightmare Before Christmas and like loving zero and that was my expectation of what dog should be <laughs> you know even though he's like a ghost. and then you got lady yeah no ladybug but um you know i don't know in the movie like zero is such a like great dog and everything and he's so loyal to jack and i love uh there's a part of the movie where because if you haven't seen the movie, which is, like, so difficult for me to fathom that someone hasn't seen this movie, but if you haven't seen the movie really quick, the whole plot is that there are towns that represent, say, uh, different holidays. So Halloween Town is run by Jack Skeleton, who is literally a skeleton. But after, you know, an undisclosed amount of time of being the king of Halloween Town, he wants to branch out. He becomes obsessed with Christmas, and he wants to essentially become Santa Claus. So there's a part where he is literally going to go with his own skeleton reindeer and deliver presents to the children. But Sally, who is his romantic interest in the movie, doesn't think it's a good idea. So she tries to set fog to make sure that Jack can't see well, what does Zero have? But a nose that's red and that can shine bright. And, you know, oh for, like, like Rudolph, you know, and Jack's like, better to light my way. I don't know. I love Jack. And I love that, like, the townspeople know that Zero is always with Jack because it's like when they see Zero, 
they get excited because they're like zero they know jack is coming back because zero's there you know or if like they don't see jack it's like if they see zero without jack they're like oh something's wrong i don't know i love this dog little ghost dog i need to know a background story like you know did zero and jack meet after death did they know each other before death and got reunited in death like what's going on here with their relationship i know i've always wondered that too i'm like who were you before and why were you so fucking tall (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's another thing it's like you know you sit there in this halloween town you sit there and go oh you know these creatures are were always this creature right but in one of the songs jack goes you know but since i am dead and it's like well at some point he had to have been alive in order to yeah you can't be dead if you're alive yeah so that I'm makes like, sense to me that makes sense to me so i'm like who you know what instead of a remake i need a, a follow-up movie that explains jack's origins <laughs> I know. I agree. I agree. I, uh, I, you know, that's why the people have the theories about Corpse Bride. I've seen that, that they say that the character from Corpse Bride was Jack, but I kind of don't like that theory because that character was so, like, meek and mild-mannered and Jack, like, even though it's nice, can be quite scary unless he literally He's very boisterous. Right? He, you know, my favorite scene is always when he tells Oogie Boogie, you have been so disrespectful to my friends. And I'm just like, no. get him, Jack. Get him. <laughs> get him. Get him. <laughs> but uh, what do you think about Zero taking the number one spot here? I, I agree. I, I love Zero. I'm Ever since you showed me the movie, I was like, okay, I understand. And I see now why people love Zero so much. I've seen the tattoos. I've seen the pop dolls. Yeah, I've so seen everything else. For those who are, like, first-time listeners or didn't know this about, like, Brittany and I became friends, oh, God, how many freaking years ago at this point? Um, eight years ago. Eight years ago. And... She came to New York and she was like, I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to rectify this right fucking now. And because <laughs> I couldn't believe that you didn't grow up with it. I grew up with A Nightmare Before Christmas, but maybe it's literally because I literally grew up with it because this woman, Aunt Lil, who watched me growing up, had all these like VHS tapes from her son. And that was one of them. So it's, you know, that's how I watched the movie. But anyway, I also did that with Brittany with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. She goes, I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I sat and I go, sit the hell down. We're watching this movie. (laughs) I know. You know, uh, funnily enough, do you know what today is? Uh, Today is the anniversary of the very first time you came to Arkansas. I got a memory thing. uh, Yeah, I got a memory (laughs) thing on my my Facebook today. That was like, uh, I was like, oh, man, it's been so long. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. God, I can't believe I, I can't believe I'm still hanging around with shit. Same I'm not here. Further in life than this, <laughs> you bitch. But um, yeah. So that is our podcast of the top ten best cats and dogs and other animals in movies and TV shows. Uh, I hope all those who are listening 
will tell us, you know, what are some of your favorite uh, animals in movies and TV shows. I know we do a lot of cartoons, but we're 90s babies. And as you know, uh, the 90s had the best cartoon movies ever. So, you know, and Disney likes showing a lot of their stuff, say, through cartoons. Um, But, Brittany, before we wrap up tonight, are there any honorable mentions that you can think of that you wanted to shout out? I was gonna do uh, the saddest movie ever, where the, the red the fern house? grows. Well, oh. Fox and the would be good, but where the red fern grows. I never watched that. It's basically about a brother sister duo of dogs. It's like it's live action, and the dogs don't speak, but they're raised from birth, and. Uh, one of them dies uh, during like an accident and the other one dies of a broken heart. And when they bury their bodies together, a red fern grows over their graves is basically the story. And you go along wow. their life as them as puppies. That just made me really sad. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, there you go, bitch. I just summed up the entire plot in five seconds. Uh, well, mine is the hound from Fox and the Hound. Uh, Lady and the Tramp from Lady and the Tramp. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians. Um, what should I call it? Balto. Did you ever see Balto? <gasps> Love Balto. I've seen all the Baltos. Oh, I only saw the first one. Uh, but, you know, based on a true story, by the way, which is so cool. By the way, a movie where uh, people were you know, really excited to get a vaccine. <laughs> I know. I wonder what those times were like. <laughs> Where people cheered and, you know, couldn't wait for something that would help an illness out. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's funny is I, I like um, how, you know, I, I know it's a whole to laugh about, not laughing about, like, you know, the badness of it, but it is very uh, humorous that people are like, no, I'm not going to get a vaccine. And then the moment the Delta variant starts hitting Arkansas, the, the, our vaccine suddenly started increasing. And what's bad is we have more than enough, but people are like, no, no, it's fine. And then the Delta variant hit, and they're like, you know, maybe on second thought, maybe I should go ahead and do that. Well, we watched the news, and I know we don't have that much time, but we watched the news, and not to get, like, say, too political here or anything, but... You know, we watched the news that was saying, oh, the new Delta variant is hitting, you know, some of the states and literally we're like, you know, oh, shit, you know, oh, shit, oh, shit. And they're like, yeah, but people who are vaccinated are okay. It's just all the people who aren't vaccinated. I'm like, oh, good. High five. We got vaccinated. Hey, science. Science. (laughs) Science. Oh, my God. Bill Bill Nye is proud. You know why? Us 90s kids, we grew up on Bill Nye. So there you go. I know. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, so stupid. Anyway, um, I love you, Brittany. Uh, I'm so happy that you're back and that we're doing the top ten and everything. I am um, too. I know this episode we had a few pauses and a few things happened throughout, but you know I think we still, regardless, did a pretty good damn job. So let everyone know where they can find you and what you got going on next. I was going to say, you can always find me on Twitch at Itty Bitty Brit. I'm back in the swing of things, and I'm feeling better than ever. I had hit a slight rut, as we all do when we're doing content creation. You just kind of fall into those times sometimes. But I'm back, and I've been playing Monster Hunter, which is basically an egg hatching simulator. And uh, hopefully going to get my VR hooked up back to 
streaming some scary games, even though I'm uh, I'm a pussy. So you know. <laughs> Please make sure that you check out Brittany. She's a very dedicated streamer who gives a lot of her time to entertain everyone. As for me, um, hopefully you guys are all subscribed to our YouTube channel, Geek Vibes Podcast, or if you're listening to this on Spotify or any of the other podcast networks, thank you so much. Just, you know, follow us over at Twitter and Instagram, Geek Vibes Nation. Um, We are also going to be dipping our toes into Twitch um, which is Geek Fives Nation underscores in between the words. So make sure you check that out as well. We got some good stuff going on. Um, speaking about gaming, I just put out a tea time with Tia where I voiced my opinion of saying that GTA 4 is better than GTA 5. I know. Um, so oh my I'm, gosh, I love it. I'm interested in seeing what people think about that. But thank you all for listening to Geek Fives Nation, you know, the top 10. Uh, we will be back next week and all that good stuff. So everyone, you have yourself a great freaking night. Bye. Bye.